A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. Don't take anything for granted, including your neighbors, your community, your county board. If you're in production agriculture, things can change pretty quick, sometimes with one simple ordinance. Joining us today is a gal that's been following a story out of far northwest Wisconsin for a while, Polk County specifically. Kim Bremer is along with us from Venture Cooperative, a group that has been kind of monitoring some developments with an anti-agriculture ordinance. I'm not sure if that's exactly the phrase that's being used, but it's the way that it reads, Kim. This kind conversation. This battle has been going on for a while. Give us a little history. Sure, Pam. Uh, This has been going on for a couple of years, and it started out as a discussion uh, with some people who were opposed to a hog farm. And actually, we could probably back up and say this this would have started years ago in, in Ashland and Bayfield when they passed an ordinance in the town of Eureka. Uh, But then moving along to uh, this discussion that started, there's a six-town partnership that was formed uh, late last fall. It was towns of Trade Lake in Burnett County and then in Polk County, Lake Town, Sterling, Eureka, Luck, and Bone Lake. And each town committed to putting anywhere from somewhere around $3,000 towards this committee to pay for an attorney that was hired Uh, The committee had one representative on it that was appointed by each town board. Uh, So you're certainly spot on when you say pay attention to what's going on at your local unit of government, your town board, your county board, because there's a lot of discussions going on about agriculture that I think most farmers would be surprised about if they have not recently attended a meeting. Uh, Because I get to a lot of town and county board meetings all over the state, Uh, these kinds of discussions are not just happening in Polk and Burnett County. Uh, Don't think that you're safe anywhere. Now, there was not a single farmer that sat on the board. Uh, we attended a lot of meetings, uh, watched a lot of presentations, soil maps, well data, uh, alleged generation of pollution by farmers, and really, again, no input. Um, but these, an, an operational ordinance came out of all of this work. Um, it was, they, re- they did receive some help from the Wild Rivers Conservancy and, and their attorney as well. So there have been three operational ordinances that have been passed. Uh, Not all six townships passed one, uh, but three have uh, in the last couple of months. And that's where we sit today. Well, and the thing that some people need to understand, there's something called a right-to-farm legislation in Wisconsin, a law that was passed a long time ago designed to protect those farms that are currently in existence. But to answer some people's question, the right-to-farm does not protect you from these kinds of newly created ordinances. Uh, That's correct, Pam. They do not. Uh, Our right to farm law is put in place to protect farms that are already here from people who would move in next door and now suddenly don't like uh, something about your farm or or how it smells and nuisance type things. But this uh, large livestock operational ordinance, it has uh, 11 plans in it that farms, even expanding farms, uh, would have to comply with. Uh, and every township is a little bit different, but I can tell you there's things in there like dictating hours of operation. You know, when we talk about an operational ordinance, it's looking at operational type items on your farm. So hours of operation, limiting you from 8 to 5, Monday through Friday, no weekends, no after hours. Uh, which seems 
third, when you're in agriculture, but that doesn't matter at the end of the day because there's still a lot of authority that is given to local units of government. And this is why it's so important that we stay involved. Uh, other things involved in this ordinance would be uh, like biosecurity, ex- extra biosecurity measures, uh, making sure that all tires in and out of your driveway get, get disinfected and sanitized. Um, having additional water plants, uh, an odor plan, uh, so that there can be no detectable odor that comes off of your operation, and then monitoring air quality around your farm, even air that comes out of exhaust fans. So this really is a, a very um, overreaching, we would call it overreaching uh, type ordinance as far as how um, they want to regulate things on your farm. Now, once farms are made aware of this uh, in Polk County, in Burnett County, wherever it may be, do they have any reaction? Are they trying to get ahead of this? Because as you point out, Kim, when you read the details, it seems almost insurmountable that any farm could operate under these ordinances. Exactly. It's impossible. Uh, It simply can't be done. It's not how farms work. Uh, Well, a couple of things, good things have come out of this. Um, As frustrating as this process has been and listening to uh, activists show up and how they talk about agriculture, it's tough to sit through those meetings, and boy, do I know. And it's tough for farmers once they get engaged, too. But a couple of really good things have come out of this. Uh, One, the local farmers in that area have now become really engaged, uh, understanding that, hey, this thing has more legs than we thought it ever would. Now we have to get involved. Uh, I know that a number of farms got together and local businesses. They ended up putting up some billboards up in Polk County, some very pro-ag billboards. Uh, and then just just watching them get more involved in the process. And, and I think sometimes farmers are, they are almost, it's almost like they're intimidated or they don't really want to speak up. Uh, sometimes they think that when they go to these meetings, the attorneys and other people that show up might know more than they do. It really is not the case. Uh, their voice is invaluable at the local level. Uh, so really the farmers in Polk and Burnett County have gotten much more engaged than ever before. Uh, and they meet, and they understand how they need to remain diligent because, in fact, Pam, I just had a call last Friday that there is another township up there considering uh, joining this movement and looking at an operational ordinance that's very similar. So uh, now those people are engaging with farmers in that township, and they're actually going to a meeting this week. And normally we don't hear about it this far ahead of time. Usually it's after the fact. So just the, just the fact that they're going to some of the initial meetings that they're going to express to their town board, hey, we don't want any part of this, that is so important because it's a lot of work when you come in on the backside of this once all these discussions start happening, once committees get formed, once ordinances get drafted. If you can get ahead of it, it saves so much work. Kim Bremers, along with us, she represents Venture Cooperative, but other groups that are also speaking up and staying engaged, Wisconsin Dairy Alliance and Wisconsin Manufacturers and Commerce. Now, tell me a little bit, Kim, we've got a livestock sighting board that's also at play in Wisconsin. That is supposed to keep some of these dialogues between counties, the state, and agriculture going. Has this also uh, failed as a tool? Well, Pam, I wouldn't say that it's failed as a tool. I think people are not aware of it. Uh, that's some of our initial conversations when we get brought in is, hey, if you don't like 
where a farm gets cited and you're concerned about it, there is this process in place. We do have a livestock citing law and we do have this livestock citing review board where you can take your grievances to. Since livestock citing passed, uh, there's been a handful of cases in front of it over the years. Most local boards aren't even aware that there's this whole process. Uh, that's one of the main things we've learned, too. Most people are not aware of the permitting that has to go into building a farm. And keep in mind, we haven't had a green site, a brand-new green site CAFO in Wisconsin in many, many years. I believe the last one was 2016. Uh, so there's this notion that there's all these large farms and outside interests trying to come into Wisconsin. It simply isn't true. It just feeds the rhetoric. Kim Bremer along with us again. Like we said, this is uh, happening right now in Polk and Burnett County. But believe you me, folks, it can be happening in your county right now. And if you're not engaged in the conversation or paying attention, it could blindside you. Now, Kim, with that thought in mind, how can people stay up to date on this dialogue? Where do you point them to via social media, websites, what have you, if they want to make sure that they're staying engaged? Well, certainly... uh I mean, to follow along what's happening, I think our, our media has done a great job of picking up on it. Uh, we hope to keep the stories uh, relevant and, and in the news so farmers can follow along. But the most important thing is to make sure that you or someone from your farm is attending your local meeting, or better yet, run for the board. Obviously, we just wrapped up those elections, but um, certainly you have to know and follow the agendas of what's going on at your local meetings. Go to your town board meeting, go to your county board meeting, watch the agendas. And you can't even always just watch online because oftentimes a lot of things get brought up that aren't even on the agendas and you would never know if you weren't there. Uh, so whether it's you or someone from your farm, you have to go. This has to be part of doing business because there's just there's too much at stake and there's so many decisions getting made at the local level. And most farmers, uh, I get a lot of calls throughout the week where people will say, hey, I went to my meeting. You wouldn't believe what they're talking about, uh, whether it's a large livestock ordinance or it's bringing implements of husbandry back. Now we're talking about roads. Now we're talking about more regulations on certain implements. Uh, there's uh, Now we're talking about water sampling that private groups want to do. You know, these environmental activists do a great job of, uh, of helping local people and kind of building this local grassroots movement of environmental anti-egg activism. And oftentimes we don't see it until it's grown into something much bigger. Uh, but that could all be avoided if people were more engaged at the local level. And I know it takes time, but I guarantee you that it is worth your time. It's more important than ever. Make no assumptions. That is for sure. What's happening in Polk and Burnett County right now could be happening right now in your county, too. Stay engaged. Kim Bremer along with us from Venture Cooperative again. Like we said, keep following us on our website, MidwestFarmReport.com, Fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook, and we'll do our best to keep you posted as those conversations come along. And by all means, if you already know of these kinds of conversations happening within your community, let us know. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke.